What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. Welcome to part two of the Sammy Rose interview with myself, Naomi, on the Let's Be Real podcast. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, we talk about a lot of body confidence, everything about competing and sort of like finding your self-love and your self-worth. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back and have a listen because I do highly suggest it as Sammy talks about her past experience and how she has become the positive role model that she is today in today's society. This episode is going to be covering everything business, online coaching, and how to be an absolute boss babe. So I'm so excited for this. Let's just get stuck straight into it. So I labeled this like how to be your own girl boss because I I always say like boss babe. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I wanted to chat a little bit more about like your business success or your like online coaching background if you feel like comfortable or if you ever want to expand on anything, please feel free to holler at me. Um, But... Before we get started on that, what is your favorite part about your job? Oh, um, I guess just my clients and getting to know them and yeah. having the amazing opportunity to be part of their lives and part of their journey. And, yeah. you know, it's just really nice to have someone put their trust in me. And mm, definitely. yeah, it's just, and it's nice to just meet new people mm. all the time. And you are, you are still like a one-on-one online coach as well yes yeah. only on challenges yes yeah. only online now so I don't do any face-to-face anymore yeah. um, which can be a little bit isolating I guess oh my god don't get started. <laughs> I literally like sit in this room stare at that computer screen for like 12 hours a day yeah. and I'm like yeah someone come talk to me yeah exactly <laughs> I'm like mm, I haven't spoken a word out loud today maybe I'll go and order a coffee so I can say hello yeah, literally <laughs> um but yeah like just just having my clients like they're amazing they're all just like put so much effort in and listen Mm. to me and trust me and you know I get to know them and become friends with them and it's yeah Yeah. just really nice yeah good community and how long have you been an online coach for Um, or you were PTing I I was PTing initially I would say I've done four full years of online coaching now purely online yeah that is a very long time to last in the art world of online well I would say well hold on okay so I was Qualified in 2015. My first year, I did mostly boot camps. Yeah. My second year, I worked in a gym. Yeah. And in I Brisbane, started, right? yeah, in yeah. Brisbane. And I started online coaching that year. Yeah. So I had, yeah, one year boot camps, one year PT, and then three years exclusively online. So there was one year that I did online and yeah. PT. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, three lonely years in know. my apartment. But you've done a lot. Like you moved to New York for a bit. Um, yeah, I went there for just under three months. Yeah, which is cool. Like, yeah. To say that you can live. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. Um, so I was there and, you know, working a little and traveling. Like I went to Europe as well last year. Yeah. Um, I actually took a break then, which was great. That was my first time off in yeah, like four years. Wow, yeah, how, how long was that for? Seven weeks. Oh my God. Yeah, no work at all. It was amazing. I didn't bring my laptop and it wow, was okay. wild for me. I was going to say, was that like scary? Yeah, I yeah. was like petrified to You're not like, be working. Me anxiety. And after, I mean, the first like couple of weeks, it was great. And I was on a Kentucky, so I was like too busy to think about it. But yeah. once we were like on our own, I was like, 
oh, I've kind of missed work. Like I wish I could just pull out my laptop, but it was really good that I just couldn't. Yeah. Um, So that was like a nice switch off. But yeah, like I've done a lot while I've been online coaching. And I think like the best part about it is like being flexible with where you are, like where you work. And I can go to Melbourne and visit my family and I can, yeah, travel and take my laptop with me. And I'm going to Bali soon. I'll be working while I'm there. Like it's just a little week trip, but you know, that's yeah. a good yeah, cool. perk of the job. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm actually going to Bali a couple of times this year. So I'll ah, be doing a little bit of work. Fun. Too, so that'll be fun. I'm excited. I've yeah. never been. But yeah, just, I think that's also, I don't know. People think that you also live like this amazing life and like you said, can work and travel or like go work in Bali. But I think they don't really understand the work that's behind it. Oh, for sure. And that's Bali. like why I guess I put so much effort into like showing people what I do on my stories so yeah. they don't just see the good stuff of when I am traveling and working and yeah. like, you know, buying nice things or whatever it is. Like it's not a glamorous life. Like yeah. there's definitely perks, which are amazing. And, you know, yeah. I earn good money and my income is steady and I have that flexibility, but also like I work a shit ton of hours yeah. and I spend a lot of time by myself in isolation going yeah. freaking crazy working like 10, yeah. 12 hour days. Like today is going to be probably like a 14 hour day by the time I get home and film and then do my client check-ins and yeah. more admin work. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always good to share that though. Like people understand and respect that as well so yeah. much when they see the realness behind like running a business. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't know, like people just don't really understand, I guess. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. Like and there are foreign as well. Yeah. Well, there are people on social media, I guess that have, really big followings and mm. then they launch online like challenges and things and they're not really very involved because they have a team because they can afford to if you yeah. have a million followers and you say hey I'm running a challenge you can pay people yeah literally to run it for you and you literally don't have to do anything or... and yeah so I get like comparatively like how people perceive that but it's different for us who are like in our business like I'm the only one running my business yeah. and like yes I have an assistant but she just helps with admin and like filming and stuff like that yeah. so no one touches any client yeah. stuff but me um, which is a lot of work like a lot depending <laughs> obviously on how many clients you have it can be so like obviously mentally draining which mm-hmm. I'm sure you know but just putting in the time I guess back end is just yeah great obviously yeah um and I respect that a lot I think is when you are in between that stage of like I'm so successful and busy. I could use help, but I don't want to. Yeah. I, yeah. A few people have suggested to me to get like a junior coach to help. And I just don't know if I would ever do it. Yeah. I don't feel like, I think people come to me for me to be coached by me and they don't come to me for like, I mean, my programs are great and you Mm. know, my training plans and all of that stuff is good, but I don't think that it would have the they same effect you. and yeah. I don't know. It's probably something I need to think about at some point, but yeah, like, I guess it's the next point of like expanding, but um, yeah, people want you for you. Like people always are like, Oh, aren't you worried about promoting other online coaches? I'm like, no, because they'll come, they'll always come to you for who you are. As a yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. Do you think that, or do you have any pressure of like being a positive influencer on social media in regards to like business or um, just even life in general? Probably more so life in general. I yeah. I find it hard. Well, firstly, I find it really hard to switch off because I'm yeah. balancing online coaching with 
I mean, I wouldn't call it influencing on social media, but yeah, like being the face of the brand and having a social media presence. Like I don't really do like collaboration work or anything like that in terms of influencing, but obviously I am an influence on people. So I really put in the time and energy into putting good content out there and helping people and answering every single DM and being on my stories every day. And sometimes Mm. it can feel like a bit much. So there's definitely like, that's probably more so pressure I put on myself to keep up with everything. Um, and then I guess probably on the flip side of that is I do also sometimes feel like I lose myself a little bit in my like online persona and that I have to be this like body confident, empowered person all the time. And sometimes I don't feel that way. And it's, I almost get like a bit of, um, imposter syndrome sometimes where if I'm going through a phase where I, um, struggling with my business or struggling with my body image, I sometimes feel like I can't share that because I'm the person that lifts other people up and I, you know, which can be like so hard. Yeah. And I think that can be a pressure on myself. Just like if I'm not feeling good in my body right now, like I definitely wasn't when I got back from Europe, I'd gained maybe only like three or four kilos, but it just Mm. was past my comfortable point and my clothes didn't fit me. Yeah. And that was like, I was like, I've got nothing to wear. Like even my tights were like too tight. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really want to, I mean, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Like I'm, I know yeah. that I'm not and that it's like so yeah. fine, but I just didn't feel overly confident at yeah. that time. But I still had to put the content out there yeah, to exactly. help other people. And it's like a bit of a, well, I feel like that's more of like a pressure that we put like on ourselves. Yeah. Like yeah. I guess it's just yeah. something that I try really hard to keep up with and put a good message out there, but I don't always feel good in myself. Yeah. Um, and you know, my life is not always together and my business is not always running smoothly and yeah. like, I do try and share the ups and downs, but it's just sometimes when I'm in that down period, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't downs to well, this. yeah, like I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on other people. Yeah. And I love being the person that lifts others up and that, you know, yeah. when I'm in my client check-ins, like I want to be giving them pep talks, but some days I'm like, I am just not having a good day either. Like I yeah. feel you. And I just want to be like, let's just both go eat a bag of chips, <laughs> but you know, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it's like a double-edged sword, That's but funny, yeah. you know. Um, do you think the industry is like a little bit oversaturated? And I don't mean like the influencer, but like the online coaching world. I had this question the other day on my story and I loved, like, I loved it. I love this. For sure. There's a lot of coaches out there. Um, but that's a good thing because a lot of people need coaches and I'm really glad that it is like a thing now because I guess until a few years ago, online coaching wasn't a thing. And if you couldn't afford a PT in the gym, which is fucking expensive, You know, yeah. one PT session costs more than a week of everything with me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it wasn't really accessible for a lot of people. And now, like, almost anyone can and like can get the help that they yeah. need and afford it. Um, not so always. It's not affordable for everyone. But I guess just it's, it's a lot more accessible to the people that genuinely need the help, yeah. which is great. But in saying that, it's probably oversaturated with shit coaches. Yeah, that's uh, literally my next up yeah. point. Is how, like, what do you think is like a great coach? So, yeah, well, I guess like the main thing is like that balance between being educated and being supportive. Yeah. Um, I think that's what makes a great coach because you can be really supportive, but you can not know what the fuck you're talking about yeah. and give really bad advice and that's not helpful. Or yeah. you can be the smartest coach in the world and have all the technique and all the methods. And, but mm. if you can't get that message across to the people that need it and it doesn't sink in for them and they don't feel like they're supported along in their journey, it's not really going to be as effective. Yeah. So I think finding that balance between the two is super important. Yeah. Um, whereas there's just a lot of coaches out there at the moment that 
um, just have a social media following and a good body and they think that that makes a coach and they just do a quick PT course, which teaches you freaking nothing. Yeah, definitely. It's so basic, but you know, they get that little piece of paper and they say, cool, like now buy my booty program. And it's like not backed by science. It's not backed by, Mm -hmm. you know, years of being in the industry or anything like that. Um, so I think there are just too many people jumping into it thinking that it's a good way to make money and not genuinely putting in the time and effort to educate themselves in yeah. order to educate their clients. Yeah, and I think that's what sort of separates the great coaches anyway. So you see, like, that stands out, like, so yeah, much to me, I think. For sure. Well, and I think even just, like, doing further education is so important. Like, I'm constantly going to conferences and doing courses and, like... Yeah upskilling every way that I can because I know that it just makes me a better and better and better coach over time yeah I mean what I'm doing now compared to what I was doing four years ago when I started like that was shit (laughs) I mean it was the best I could do at the time and I genuinely had like you know I'd learned and and Mm. tried out the methods and it was the best I could do at the time and it, it was still safe and it was still efficient but I've grown so much on that to what I do now that is like, I'm so happy with the advice I'm giving out and the way that it's being delivered and all of that good stuff. Like it's, it makes me really happy to see how much I've grown. Whereas like some people just do the basics and and, think that it's like fine. Yeah. And think that that's enough and just give out shit advice that mess people up. And then that's when those people have to come to me and I have to fix them. Yeah, (laughs) I actually love like fixing and reversing people. Oh, it's so hard to break so many bad habits and have clients coming to me scared of certain foods because their last coach told them like, you can't eat this because it's going to spike your insulin. And it's like, you don't have an insulin problem. Why are you scared of carbs? Like, you know, um, with in saying that people that do want to become like a great online coach or just a coach in general is there anything that you sort of suggest business wise to learn or to go through or to focus on um i think probably the most helpful thing is to get a mentor yeah someone that you look up to in the industry that runs things in a way that you would like to so if they have a successful business but it's not the style that you would want find someone else Mm. and try and find someone that you want their business basically and you want to emulate that. And if they're an online, you know, like business coach or something, great. If not, even just ask them if you can just have a sit down with them and just kind of pick their brain. Um, But I think that's really helpful in finding your feet in industry and finding your own voice and making sure that you're doing things in the way that really aligns with your beliefs. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because, I mean, there's a million courses out there that can teach you how to be a good PT. There's a million mm. courses that can teach you how to build a successful business, but if it's not the way that works for you and yeah. the way you want to deliver things, then it's probably not going to be successful for you yeah. at the end of the day. And for me, it took me a really long time. I started from the bottom. I started with nothing and I had a, a couple of online clients mm. while I was PTing um, and I just adjusted things as I went. I was not scared to try new things and yeah. if it didn't work, it didn't work. And I've just been blessed that kind of almost everything I've really tried has yeah. worked. And that's because I've put the work in, the yeah. time in and the planning and everything to make sure that it's, you know, a successful yeah, launch definitely. every time I do a new kind of like a program or a challenge or anything like that. Yeah. I've, I've really put the time into making sure that it's the best service possible and that it's really like at the end of the day going to help the clients that I need to help. Yeah. I think that's a great tip. Your challenges have always like done so well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get a pretty good intake every time and I do minimal advertising now. I barely even talk about it. Yeah. Um, It'll be like maybe for like a week or two on my stories. I don't really post much about it on my feed anymore and I still get enough clients, which is great because I work a lot off referrals now. People that have done my programs will tell their friends and that's kind of how I get 
most Which of is yeah, and a lot of like repeat clients that will go away and come back in the future. Um, so yeah, I don't probably need to rely as much on marketing now, but it's just nice that, yeah, I get so many people in and I really, I make sure that it's capped. I don't take too many people. Yeah. Like I want to make sure I can give everyone the individual service that they Which I think deserve. is super important. And like that, dif- that's sort of separates a lot of coaches as well. Like how many clients do you actually have? And are yeah. you giving them an actual educated service? Yeah. Or are you just like skimming over it? Cause you're like getting through to the next client and you yeah. just send them back one email from their check-in and that's all they hear from you all week. Whereas yeah. me, it's, you know, my clients can message me on WhatsApp literally any day of the week. I will always reply. Yeah. Usually within a few hours and if they need me, I'm there because yeah. um, that's what they pay for. And that's yeah, exactly. why I can charge a little bit of a high price because the service level is very, very high. Yeah. And I make sure that I only take the amount of people that I'm comfortable in working with so that I don't stretch myself yeah. too thin. I mean, I probably still work too much, yeah. um, but, but you know, you I, I make sure that my clients come first, even if I yeah. take on new projects and like things like this filming, like my clients still come first. I'm still available every single day on WhatsApp. And if I'm filming, I just try and work around that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just try and make sure that yeah. clients are the priority all the time. Yeah, definitely. And do you think it's hard to, like you said, have that life balance? Yeah. Or, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> it's one of my goals for this year is to try and, like, yeah. get a better work-life balance, learn to switch off more. That's I've already, me too, actually. Yeah. That's my biggest goal for this year. I've always struggled with it. Um, yeah. And I guess that's also just part of running your own business mm. is that no one is going to do it for you if you don't do and it yourself. as well. Yeah. Like, and know, I just, like, I always want to be better and I always want to be doing something new and um, it can be hard to slow down, yeah. I guess. Um, and that's not to say I don't take any time off, but I think I don't switch off Yeah. when I don't. Like if I you take time off. Yeah, yeah, like I'll have – I don't really ever take a, de- a whole day off because I'm available seven days a week for my clients. But if yeah. I work, say, a half day, yeah. I don't switch off. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I need to work on is like not being on social media and not checking my emails and yeah. not thinking about my to-do list for tomorrow or like stressing about something like that. Yeah. But um, I've got a separate work phone now, so all of my WhatsApp's on my work phone and I can leave that behind if I'm, like, going to do something personal or if it's, like, an afternoon that I've taken off. I've Um, actually done that myself this year as well. Like, everything I've just moved to, like, my business phone. Yeah. That will be manned as many hours as I can in a day. But, like, I just ask for, like, one hour at night time for that switching off. Yeah, and and it's okay (laughs) to have that downtime yeah. and my clients are respectful of that and no one expects me to reply at 9 p.m at night if they send me yeah. a message whereas I used to be like checking until I went to bed and then yeah. I'd only be off while I was sleeping and then I'd yeah wake up and the first thing I would do would check my messages and yeah. now I'm like no they can wait until it's like a respectable hour and yeah. I wake up at like 5 30 6 o'clock anyway so I'm usually working by 6 30 but it's yeah. just to not have it on my personal phone means like I just get that little bit of me time at the end of the day and at the start of the day each day that if I yeah. want to just be like, I'm going to go to the gym and get it out of the way and then start working, that's fine. Yeah, I love that. I think that's helped me a lot actually as well with my business too. And just like when you do switch off for that little bit of time, it just motivates you when you do come back. Yeah. You are excited to talk to people. It again. makes me less drained when I am actually working because I've had that downtime. So I think that's so important for business owners to really yeah. get that Try away time. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is your like biggest mistake? You said that a lot of your lessons have sort of like pulled, been pulled off, but I don't know. Have you made any mistakes or any lessons that are learned? Um, I can't really say I've had any major like fuck ups with my business. Yeah. Um, which is very good. It's, it's good and it's fortunate and not everyone has that luxury that everything, you know, went so well for me and has really fallen into place. So I'm definitely grateful for, the journey that I've had. Yeah. Um, 
But that's because I've put the time into planning everything. Like I don't just change directions and just jump, wing it yeah. and yeah. launch a new program with no research or, yeah. you know, I really make sure that everything is very calculated and yeah. planned for, um, and you know, risk assessment. And if this doesn't work, what's my backup. And yeah. so I'm very much like that. So I wouldn't say that there's any major like steps in my business journey that have been a mistake, but I've definitely made mistakes here and there, like small ones or, you know, taken an approach with a client that maybe wasn't the best way that they needed to hit you know sometimes yeah. I'm like too hard on a client or not hard enough on them mm. and I realize at the end like okay maybe if I had have taken a different approach with them yeah. it might have been different or you know I'm sure that there are things that I've implemented that maybe weren't the best at the time um everyone makes mistakes but I, there's nothing really that stands out to me and I guess that's a pretty lucky position yeah. to be in that I'm not like oh I wish I didn't do this mm. um which is awesome yeah it's cool I think everything is a lesson in life anyway but even if it's a good or a bad thing. So yeah, I mean, there cool. are, I'm sure that there are like plenty of things that I've learned from, but I, yeah, I definitely don't have any regrets. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, two more points, both, uh, do you have a couple tips on how to create a brand and how to be a successful, like online coach? Um, well, they definitely go hand in hand. Yeah. I guess it just depends branding wise, if you want to be the face of the brand and if it wants to be like your name, yeah. like for mine is obviously Sammy Rose Fitness, or if you want to have something that's maybe not so much your face and launch a brand that is yeah. maybe a team effort or anything like that. Um, you definitely kind of approach things in two separate ways, but, um, if you wanted to be the face of your brand, then you need to really represent that brand at all times. Yeah. Um, for me, obviously that goes hand in hand with my social media. Mm. Um, but you don't need that to be a successful online coach. Yeah. Um, it definitely helps in terms of marketing and bringing in new leads and all that stuff. But, um, I think a lot of people that are getting into PTing or coaching now are really like feeling that pressure to have this online presence and get mm. all these followers. And they're like hustling to do everything possible to get followers instead of actually focusing on putting the good content out there for the people that do already want to follow you. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I think that's more important than your number of followers is just putting out content that is helpful to people Yeah, and do it for free. Like, yeah, exactly. Social know, media, like I shared a post yesterday, social media, you can grow that for free. Yeah. If you obviously are doing the right things, like yeah. putting out good content that people will share or just helping your current clients or your current followers yeah like it costs you nothing to do except time and then it offers this free content to people that need it that maybe mm. can't afford a coach or that want a bit of a taste of what you're about before yeah. they sign up and I think it's really important to like build connections on social mm. media and make yeah. it social and interact with people that comment on your posts or answer yeah. all your dms or you know do the little q a box to really like connect with people because that's how I get clients yeah it's not just people that follow me that just decide to sign up with me, it's because they built that connection. Yeah. They yeah. built the connection. They've asked me questions. They know that I'm supportive. They know that I know what I'm talking about through the posts that I put on social media. Yeah. Um, and I think everything that I do on social media is to display that I'm a good coach, whether that's yeah. a personal post, just getting people to know me better or whether it is like an educational form of content. Um, everything I guess is planned to, still support my business yeah, definitely. and not detract from it. And I mean, sometimes there's probably stuff that I post that's like maybe not overly helpful, but yeah. like I'll post about like my anxiety and things like that. And I guess that's not directly related, but it also does get people yeah. to connect with me and know that I'm 
not like this like, human. yeah, I'm not yeah. this like perfect person that you need to be intimidated by if I'm coaching you that you have to be perfect. And mm. like, I am definitely flexible with like, obviously, yeah. you know, people's mental health or physical health. And, yeah. you know, we work around whatever we need to work on to have a healthy and happy life. So, um, yeah, from a branding perspective, I guess it's just identifying what kind of coach you want to be yeah. and just making sure that if you have a social media outlet that is reflecting your business yeah yeah definitely I love that and is there anything you suggest on how to be like a good online coach like you said um educate yourself primarily like don't just rely on your PT course and that's it if you want to do nutrition do a nutrition course like the ISSN certification or MNU is another great one um that you can now be like um qualified and what's it called insured yeah um (laughs) So definitely something like that if you want to work with nutrition and then yeah. just really continuing to upskill and learn and spend time listening to podcasts and watching YouTube yeah. tutorials on, you know, like educational content and yeah. follow the industry leaders in the business that know what they're talking about and that yeah, put good content out there, the evidence-based people that yeah. um, really know their shit. Like I just try and emulate stuff that they're doing I mean I don't copy anything Mm. but if I think someone has a really interesting take on something like I will make some notes and I will try and implement that and that's how I learn and grow and be better because especially being an online coach you kind of hit this cap of you work by yourself and you don't really get to absorb other people's processes as much as you do when you're in a gym environment where you learn from other PTs or you might have a PT manager that does you know monthly meetings and what's our only way to like sort of learn I guess in yeah like was watching other people and exactly do, so yeah it's just really important to do that and just cherry pick what works for you and what stands out to you and if that information is helpful to you it's probably going to be information that your clients will benefit from so yeah. just constantly trying to learn and be better and don't ever settle for like oh I know enough now because yeah. you never know enough you no. can always know more yeah, you can definitely. always be a better coach and you learn something new every day yeah so that is awesome well I always end my podcast with like a couple like quick fire questions mm-hmm. um so something super random but just try and answer them as quick as you can okay um if you were to wake up with one superpower what would it be to read people's minds oh my god yes that would also be like oh, it'd be bad yeah. <laughs> but at least like you know. i wouldn't be like going around in my head going what do they think what of you, me yeah <laughs> um celebrity crush oh i don't know Mm, uh, probably Mila Kunis. I just love her. I just want to be her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with her. That's so funny. Um, favorite childhood meal? Fairy bread. Do you want to say so weird? I was walking sure. this morning writing down these quick fire questions and I was like, I was going to say fairy bread or like donuts. Just, oh. I don't know why. And I was like, I'll just ask her her favorite childhood meal. And you literally <laughs> just said, that is so weird. Great. Anyway, would you rather sh- swim with sharks or crocodiles? Oh, neither. That's awful. Um, ugh. Is is the sharks in a cage? Like, am I in the cage? Like, no. Oh fuck me. Um, baby sharks. Okay. <laughs> no great ones. Um, biggest business or influencer inspiration, if you have one. Um, probably a friend of mine, Alice Round. She's yeah. just amazing. She knows so much, and she's really taught me a lot. Yeah. She's like my little unofficial mentor. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Well. 
If you do want to find Sammy on social media, please feel free to plug away. How can we contact you? Uh, my Instagram is Sammy Rose Fitness, S-A-M-I. Uh, my website is sammyrosefitness.com. Um, that's kind of my go-tos. And then, yeah, on my website, I have a range of eBooks and I also do one-on-one video chat consultations through there. Um, so you can book in with one of those if yeah. you want any business advice. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah. With your eBooks, actually, I did your uh, mindset makeover. Those oh, are my followers. Yeah. Yay. That have followed me for a while. I did that, um, two a year or two ago yeah honestly like changed my life I started journaling I started like ah. meditating and I that's yeah oh, I I'm highly, so happy and that's yeah. free so if anyone wants the 28 day mindset makeover it's yeah. free on the shop section of my website the link is actually in my Instagram bio um but it's just a free download and it's yeah. super helpful it's definitely something that like I put this together when I was in that period of I'd gained weight yeah. post-show and I was not feeling confident in myself and literally like all these things that are in this ebook are exactly what I did to find my feet again and like get my confidence back and it really does work there's been thousands of people that have done it um and yeah it's a really good one so it's 100% free yeah awesome well I do suggest to jump on that even just to have like a little read if you don't want to do all of the 28 days yeah just pick and choose what works so good but anyway thank you so much for your time today it has been amazing to get to know you a little bit more and yeah thanks for coming Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.